Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. On the top of page, page Zion 87, three lines on the top, we're just speaking about how the idea of um, Hashem acquiring for himself a name, acquisition, is the idea of a revelation of that which was concealed. And the name is what has a deep connection to the essence of Hashem. So to acquire a name is to bring about the idea of revelation, the quality of revelation, to the essential quality of a name. And, how, and we can explain that how do we do that specifically through the bitl, the edintev balarotzin, to nullifying yourself to directly to Hashem, uh, to the essence of Hashem. And we said that that's why specifically by the tzaddikim, the righteous ones, this idea uh, shines and is revealed specifically because they are called mikad sheishmecha, they sanctify Hashem's name, meaning they draw down from the level of Atta Kaddish to Shimcha Kaddish, from the level of the holiness of Hashem's essence to into the into the holiness of His name, um, bringing about the revelation of that essential quality of name uh, into revelation. So, and we brought a bunch of different uh, Adrashim and Pesukim that speak about this idea of um, bringing about revelation into the name, specifically through Mesiras Nefesh, through the self-sacrifice, which is specifically mostly found by the tzaddikim. And we said that the idea of Mesiras Nefesh is not, is not just literally giving up one's life to sanctify Hashem's name, but but in a deeper way, it means giving over your whole will, giving over your whole being to Hashem while you're alive. And not just uh, your wills for physical things, but your, but also for spiritual pleasures. Not not just doing, not just serving Hashem for to in order to gain spiritual pleasure in Gan Eden, but rather to give up all those spiritual pleasures for the sake of connecting directly to Hashem's essence, which is above any experience of pleasure. Um, that is the idea of bitolo einsei valaratin, nullifying yourself to Hashem's very essence, valaratin, the owner, so to say, of his of the will, because there is Hashem how He willed the specific things He wants us to do in the mitzvahs. His will is found in in all the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs, but then there is Hashem Himself how He is transcends even His will. He decided on that will, and that is something which is when you connect to that level, you can draw down. Even a new will, if Hashem willed something and decreed something out a person that he should be sick or they should have only a certain amount of parnasa, if you can get in touch with the level of godliness, the level of Hashem which transcends his will, then you can change, you can draw down a new will. Um, and then we started to say, this is what it means when it says, I'll make, for you, I'll make for you a name like the name of the great ones in the earth, that were in the earth. And the, and the sages say, that's why we say at the end of the Haftarah, Magin David, Rashi says over there, 
Kashem HaGdolim, what does it mean like the name of the great ones of Ram Yitzchak Yaakov? Just like we end off in Shemayda Esri, Mogin of Ram, the shield of Abraham, so too we end off in the Avtorid of Mogin David. And the idea of, a, what's, the, what's the idea of, of a Mogin, a shield? It says in the Sefer Apardes, that that is, refer, is the idea of bris, of the covenant, the bris, the covenant which connects two people together. And it proves this point that the shield refers to this covenant because of the verse, that you see that here the mugging is what connects the Havaya and Elikim, in order that there should be revelation of Havaya into the name of Elikim. And here we are at the top, two, three lines from the top of the page, Pei Zion. This is what it means, the shield of Abraham. Through the fact that he sanctified Hashem's name. Uh, meaning through the fact that he gave over his whole life to uh, publicize godliness and to sanctify Hashem's name. Uh, he built the, his whole life around that. He built a tent and every single person he would bring into that tent and make sure that they would bless Hashem after they eat. His whole life was, and he literally gave up his life for Hashem and or caused him, and he lived his life giving over his whole will to Hashem. So through the fact that he sanctified Hashem's name, this, uh, through this idea of Mesiris Nefesh and the bittel to the Hashem himself, Himshich Mechines Atah she was able to draw down from the essential holiness of Hashem's essence, very essence, Atah Kodesh, your holy Mechines Ani Avaya, the level of I am Havaya, like we said before, which Havaya is the Shema Etzim. And through that, he brought about the, the unification, the unity between Havaya, the Shema Etzem, the name which shows upon Hashem's essence, and Elikim, which is the name which relates to creation. And therefore, there shined to him, to, to Avram, the revelation of this level, of this level of Atah Kodesh, the level of the holiness of Hashem's es, uh, the holiness of the name, and the revelation of that. So he had the two aspects of the idea, the, qual- the special quality of the name and the special quality of Oyer, of light, of revelation. And that's why Avram Avinu merited to this idea being called, the, uh, like we said in the verse we just brought, he um, was called the name of the great ones. In order to have the revelation, uh, because because he merited the revelation of the, the level of name, which relates back to Hashem's essence, and that's because of his avodah, of his service during his lifetime of basically giving over his whole life, his whole will to Hashem, mesiras nefesh to Hashem. And another thing he writes in the Sefer Parades besides the fact that mogin, the shield, relates to the covenant, which is the connection. That Mogin, the word shield, is the Rashi Tevis abbreviation of Michol, the three angels of Michol, Gavriel, and Uriel. They are the three groups, the three camps of the Shechina, the three groups of angels which draw down Hashem's presence. Uh, through them, they bring about the revelation of godliness, the revelation of Hashem's light into the lower worlds of Riyat Sirasiya. 
So that is also the idea of mugging, the connection of Avaya and Elikim, like we said, drawing down the level of Avaya, Shema Etzim, the name which connects to Shem's essence all the way down to Elikim, to the name which relates to creation. And that's why also mugging here, it says Sefer Apardes relates to these three angels, which are the three level, the three specific channels that channel the divine uh, essence all the way into creation. Bezeo kol anikr bishmi. Vitargim yonasan kol da begin avahaschein de iskarishmi alehoin shaylehem gili bichinas Hashem chulu. So this is also we another uh, verse which speaks about Hashem's name, which relates to His essence. It says whoever is called, whoever is called by my name, and targum yonasan. The the Targum um, Yenison who translates the translates the verse into Aramaic and also gives a little bit of explanation and he says what does this mean calling Ekerishmi whoever is called by my name called begin everything that was speaking, spoken about earlier in this verse is because of on account of your fathers your forefathers the Iskerishmi Alein because my that my my name is called upon them like we just said that they had they experienced the revelation of this level of the name. Because they, where they gave up their lives, they sanctified to sanctify Hashem's name. They gave up their whole beings to live a life connected to Hashem. And this is the reason why, at the beginning of um, Hashem sending Moshe to redeem the people, the Jewish people from Egypt. Amrle said to he said to him Elikavram Khulul Shlachani Alechum when when Hashem told them to redeem the Jewish people from Egypt and then Moshe asks when I come to them and I tell them that uh, that you sent me, who should I what is what should I say your name is? And he then Hashem says to Moshe, Elikavram uh, he says to him basically the God of your of your forefathers of Ram Yitzchak and Yaqib Shlachani Alechem has sent me to you to redeem you. This is this shall be my name forever, and this is my uh, remembrance every generation. So, so the the sages of of the sages ask the sages of Mechkar of Chakira. Uh, ask why did the why did Hashem relate his name and his godliness onto the fact that he's the God of Abraham? Why why did he relate it to Abraham uh, specifically? Why wouldn't he why wouldn't Hashem say that he is the God of the world and the fact that he created the God of the, of the world who creates the world and who organizes it and who conducts it. It's a lot more, seemingly a lot greater idea to say, I am the God of the whole world who creates it, who who brings it into being, instead of saying, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the Kuzari answers, Through the forefathers, um, the revelation of Hashem's of, of godliness was was publicized in the world. The forefathers gave up their lives to make Hashem's name known within the world. How is it brought about? How do we see that, that through the forefathers, godliness, the revelation of godliness was publicized in the world? From the fact that 
that the word of Hashem united with them and uh, to guide them and to do miracles for them. So we see that their whole lives was a, test, a test, testimony of the revelation of godliness. Hashem spoke to them, He guided them, and He did miracles for them. Um, and this is the reason why Hashem specifically said that the God of, of Rome, Yitzchak and Yaakov, sent me, and not the God who creates the world. The fact that Hashem creates the world, everyone is equal in the fact that Hashem creates the world. It's uh, the, the creation of the world is something which we don't we don't see, something which is concealed. But the forefathers draw they drew down a revelation of God of godliness. And not everyone is equal in this. Only the forefathers through their divine service were able to draw down this revelation. So basically, not the God who creates the world sent me to you because creation is something which we which everyone is equally sees equally. There's nobody nobody sees more that if Hashem creates the world every moment. Because the whole idea of creation is concealed from our eyes. If we would see it, then we wouldn't we wouldn't exist. We would be totally nullified out of our existences. And therefore Hashem said, No, the specifically the Lekeavram, the God of Abraham, that who whose whole existence was a testimony to revelation of God's uh, revelation of Hashem's presence. That is who uh, who is sending me to you, and that is who is going to redeem you from Egypt. And that is something that specifically happened by the forefathers, able to draw down that revelation of godliness. And that is what's going to happen now in Egypt. There's going to be a revelation of Hashem's presence through all the miracles that Hashem is going to do. And this is also what it says. God of Abraham, and this is my name forever. That the deeper explanation here is that Avram, what's the connection of Avram, the God of Abraham, and then Zashmi Leilam? It says right afterwards in the verse that this is my name forever, that he was able to draw down. Um, that he was able to draw down the name to, that should be that it should be in a state of Ze, of this, and revelation. Like when you say this, you're referring to something that's right in front of you as opposed to when you say who, that, it's referring to something which is far away from you, concealed from you. So Avram was able to draw down the idea of Zeh, Shmi, that the Shmi, the shame, which is usually just its quality is that it relates to the essence but not in a revealed way. He was able to draw down to the state of Zeh, of this, of revelation. Like we said before, that he has made, you have made for yourself a name like this day, that meaning that to drawing down the level of name to the to the level of yoim of day, which is revelation, and ze and this, which is revelation. However, we have to understand, for it says in the verse about the forefathers that it says, uh, "My name Havaya, I have not, I have not become known to them with this name Havaya." So. And so how can we how could we finish off and our the blessing in the Shemin Esrei in the Amida um, the shield of Avram Shuhu Inyan Yichud Havaya Elikim, which we explained before, which it refers to the the unification of Havaya and Elikim. Seemingly, we just said in this verse, I was not known to them with my name Havaya. 
but Magin Avram seems to imply that Avram did experience this idea of Havaya, the unification of Havaya, into Elikim. Achainu explanation is the Pirush Noidaiti. You have to understand what what it means when it says I was not known to them with his name. Noidaiti. Hainu Lashon Yichud Vechibur. This is a word which implies uh, unification and a joining together. Sheyib Chinas Das Vehakara. That there should be a Das, which literally it translates as knowledge, but in Chassidus always explains that it means. A lot deeper than just knowledge. When when a person identifies with a concept, when you truly recognize it in a deep in a deep way, and that's what leads to feelings for that concept. So naidaiti means a unification with something to the extent that a person really recognizes it and identifies it with it. Uh, so concerning this, it says in the verse, in my, "With my name Havaya, I have not become known to them." Meaning that the Aves, the forefathers, did not uh, experience this revelation of Havaya with a deep recognition as if they're actually seeing that level of godliness. That's the idea of Das. Das is when a person comes to such a deep recognition and feeling and sensing of the concept to the extent that he actually feels like he's actually seeing it with the eyes of his mind, so to say. So... Even though we say Magen Avram, and that, which implies that there was a, a unification of Havaya in, into Elikim, that Havaya was shining into Elikim, and that is Avram has experienced that, the forefathers experienced that. Nevertheless, their experience wasn't the level of Naidaiti, of Das, of Hakara Panimis, a deep recognition. And what the level which they did experience an actual revelation of, that's the name of the Shin and Dalit and Yud. Which refers to a level of godliness, uh, like the word, the actual name Shaka refers to Shaddai Belikusi, that there's enough with uh, in my divine energy to enliven all of creation. But that is referring to a level of uh, divinity which is limited to creation. However, the name of Baya, they did not experience that in a, a real, reveal, a truly revealed way. However, uh, however, they did, nevertheless, they did draw down this level of Havaya. Even though they didn't experience it in a truly revealed way, they did draw it down. Because the forefathers actually made a preparation for the giving of the Torah, which at the giving of the Torah, that's where there was a true revelation of Havaya and Hakara Pneumus and a deep recognition. But they were just drew that down. They pulled that level of godliness down and, and so to say, prepared the world for the revelation of that, to, for the real revelation of that level of the giving of the Torah. The Maisa of Yisim and like the like the famous saying that the 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 actions of our fathers are the actions of our forefathers are a sign to the children, which means to say that everything the forefathers did was a preparation for the future generations. So everything they they brought about is preparing for us. And so they, the fact that we can experience a true revelation of Havaya is only because, the, must be because the forefathers made a preparation for that. And therefore, since everything that, that we experience can only come through the forefathers, even the the drawing down of divinity, which was experienced by the giving of the Torah, also was by the forefathers. But the only the difference is that it wasn't in a truly revealed way. 
And this is what uh, we see that in the Kutatera from the Arizal, there he has a doubt, he's doubtful if this supernal unity, which what is that unity referring to? The unity of Havaya and Alikim that happened at Mount Torah, the giving of the Torah, if that unity started by the giving of the Torah or by the forefathers. So that's why he was doubtful, because actually, even though they didn't experience a true revelation like it happened at Mount Torah, but everything has to have been prepared through the forefathers, and therefore, there's a, therefore they did actually pull it down, but on the revealed way. And so we can say what 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 the Arizal's doubt was is um, if we say that in order that to be the idea of my my name Havaya, I wasn't known to them with the idea of Das a is a deep recognition. Therefore, the starting was only by Matantayra because even though they they did pull down the level of Havaya, but they didn't know it. They didn't identify with it in a deep. A deep internal way. Therefore, we can say that it only started by Mountain Or we can say, maybe, since nevertheless they did draw down that, that light, that energy, and therefore we could say that the beginning of that unity of Avaya and Likim actually started from the forefathers. And that is the doubt of the Arizal. And this is the reason why we end off the blessing with the Mogin of Ram. Because by the forefathers, they, they did experience this revelation of this level of Havaya on their souls. The only difference is that it wasn't in a truly revealed way. The difference, and the difference by later is that by Matantera, the giving of the Torah, this level of Havaya was pulled down, was drawn down in a revealed way. This is the, what, we, what we mean when we say the shield of Avram. The name is Al Shem Elikim. The shield always refers to the name Elikim. Why? The Shemesh of Elikim, as the verse says in Tehillim. A, a, the sun and its sheath are Havaya and Elikim. So we see that the in a deeper sense, the verse is comparing Havaya, the name Havaya, to the sun and the name Elikim to the shield. So when it says Mogin Avram, the shield of Avram, Mogin refers to the name of the Kim, which is like the shield, which is shielding the revelation of godliness from the name Havaya and contracting it and diminishing it, allowing it to come down to creation. So we see from this verse that the, that the sun refers to Shemesh Havaya, the son of Havaya, the revelation of godliness. So Mogin and the shield refers to the name of the king. Even though that the, there is a unity between Avaya and Mamish, nevertheless, that which revealed that which was real, revealed to the forefathers in a in a truly revealed way, who is only the name of the king and the name Shakai, which are all names of godliness, names of Hashem, which refer to how Hashem already has contracted itself. Diminished himself and brought himself down to relate to the limited creations, and even though they were, there was a revelation, there was a shining of the Havaya into that Elikim. Nevertheless, it wasn't a true revelation of that Havaya. The true revelation they experienced was only from the name of the Kim, from the limited level of godliness. So Magin Avram, that's why we say Magin Avram, because really, even though Avram did have the Havaya also, not just the the Shemesh Havaya. 
but the true, the real experience that they had was mugging the Shem Alikim. This is why, by the giving of the Teira, it says, "I am, I am, I am Havaya I am, and it, and it mentions the name Havaya, your God, who has taken you out of Egypt." And it doesn't say the uh, the God, I am the God of Avram, who has taken you out of Egypt. Because by the giving of the Teira, there was a true revelation of the name Havaya. And by the the forefathers, it wasn't that true revelation. So therefore, it only says, I am Hashem, your God, I am Avaya, your God, that we only after Matan Torah did every single Jewish person have has the ability to experience the revelation of Avaya, not Avram. Avram, in the beginning of the of the um, mission of Moshe Rabbeinu to take the Jewish people out of Egypt, Hashem, like we said, we mentioned before, Hashem said, I am the, tell the Jewish people that I am the God of Rum. But Emeral Zeshmi Le'ulam, and it says about that, that this is my name forever. And the word Le'ulam, um, Le'ulam as it's written without the Vav, between the Aleph and the, between the Ayin and the Lamid, which even, even Rashi over there brings that this refers to the idea of Zeshmi Le'helim, referring to the idea of concealment, that don't ever say my name my explicit name in an actual way, but you should always conceal it and say Adnai instead of Havaya, instead of Yudke Vavke. So, in the beginning of sending Moshe to, to take the Jews out of Egypt, it says the God of Avram, then it says, Zeshmi Lo'ilam, this is my name, Lo'ilam forever, but also hinting to concealment. This is all referring to the idea of concealment. Uh, next page. This is referring to the time of uh, exile. Zeshmi Alekei Avram. This is always. This is my name, the God of Avram. So Zeshmi Loilam. As long as we're in the time of Helim, as long as we're in the time of concealment, meaning in the time of exile, this is always going to be my name, meaning the name which uh, which of which Avram experienced, which is only Alekim or Shakai. The Limited contracted love of godliness. But by the giving of the Torah, it says, uh, that, that I have, It says, I have taken you, who has taken you out from Egypt, which that refers to the revelation of Havaya, literally the revelation of a true experience of the name of Havaya, which is the Shem Ha'etzim, which refers to the, the name of Shem, which refers back to his true essence. So, as long as we're in the time of concealment, the time of exile, it's always the Shmi, the name of Hashem, which relates to Avram. But by Matan it says, which I have taken you out. I am Avaya, your God, who has taken you out. This is Hashem Himself revealing Himself to us and taking us out of Egypt. And that's the experience of the Shem Avaya, literally. We'll stop there, two lines at the top of the page, Peiches. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah, Lukute Torah, almost every week. 
And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb.gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode. Thank you very much.